0: Welcome, everybody, to the GBO Podcast, where we're talking Game Talk basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating.
1: We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Sumter, how are you doing this week? And a oh. part of last week we didn't record since our last pod. Dude. Our I'm, last pod was the Kentucky game.
0: That's right. And then I think we've had four women's games and three men's games that have happened since then.
1: Right. How you feeling? I mean...
0: I don't know. I'm Obviously, these last three men's games haven't been great. Are you not pissed? And and then, yeah, you get a little upset. It's just kind of depressing to watch sometimes. And then the women just go out there and just on Sunday. It's like the Sunday pallet cleanse, the Sunday afternoon pallet cleanse. I thought
1: the women were going to be somewhat in a competitive game today. I was wrong. No. Because, you know, I stayed up and watched that Arkansas-LSU game of the night, You know, took them to a possession to winning at LSU. And then Arkansas was competitive about for five to seven minutes, and then we we, yeah. we broke them. Yeah. Bryce, if
0: we had missed every shot we took in the second half, if the women today against Arkansas missed every shot they took in the second half, how many points do you think we would have won? We would
1: have won by four or five. Seven. That's brutal. They it was, That would have been a crazy stat game if yeah. we just didn't score a point. Just didn't score. But that Don doesn't do that stuff. But anyway, let's start with the men. Our last pod, we're uh, would you say we were on Cloud 9? I mean, not many times have anyone ever recorded a pod for, from Gamecock Twitter with a win at RUP. So. And it's back in 09. That is true. We're,
0: are, are I mean, Apple was pod- called iTunes. Though. Are people even podcasting in 09? Maybe. I mean, you're in IT. Yeah, that's true. I just, it just was a podcast. There had to thing. be one out there,
1: but there weren't as many as there are today.
0: That's true. Um, And and definitely people like us didn't have them.
1: And I think we were talking the last pod that we were just feeling like, man, if we can win at Kentucky, anything can happen. And guess what happened? Something happened. It wasn't great.
0: All the excitement that we potentially had about this team, like picking up a little momentum, maybe winning a game or two. Because we had some winnable games this week. It, or in the time that it's been since we popped. I mean, three home games. We had three home games, and uh, two of them were against not some of the elite of the conference. Not top three or four teams. Yeah. Yep. yeah Like, if we wanted to win some home games, two of them were the Missouri, and uh, not Missouri, excuse me, the women play Missouri, uh Ole Miss and A&M were games that we could win.
1: That's right. And even Auburn, we had flashes. But yeah. guess what? What was the common theme this week? for the men just not making shots, just not making buckets Yeah, and going on long stretches. We've talked about it earlier in yeah. the year and it makes me frustrated and want to scream into a pillow. Yeah. I don't know. That's how to say it.
0: That's it. That's a good bit of it. You, you know, just like the team would just be plodding along and then they just won't score. And sometimes the defense is even good, you know, and, and the other team doesn't, and it doesn't get out of hand, but like, you can't go seven minutes
1: in SEC play without making buckets.
0: Yeah, like and, and like, be in a close game, like in the old Miss game. In in the old Miss game, there was a point in the at the end of the first half where we were we were talking about um, Bozeman verdonks free throw shooting, and he even made a couple. And there was like, yeah, he took four and he made two. And there's this like stretch of seven minutes where where his two free throws were 50 percent of the points that they scored. You know, like, and and that's just that's just not going to cut it in SEC play.
1: Well, we don't want to be all negative, but how about Josh Gray play this week? Yeah, well, I so, mean, he can rebound really well. I think I think yeah. his rebounding has gotten a lot better. So, th- but that leads to frustration on your part. What do yes, you got? Yes.
0: So, I don't know, like, Paris in the press conference yesterday started getting asked about like some of these bad losses that they're having, how you're preventing them. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's, and he's clearly getting frustrated too. And and he just goes, what do you want me to do? I think was what he said. Was that, that have I quoted him about correctly? Something like that to where yeah.
1: he's like, you know, newsflash, we're not that great. Yeah. And this is a building year. It's building time. Yep. You, you
0: know, like the, the, this is a building year and um, he is playing Hank and Sanford and Zach Davis more. I love their minutes are up and, you know, which is good, and Zach Davis playing well. Yeah, the 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 and uh, and 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 they are and and this is his first year, and we knew that the season wasn't going to be great coming into it. However, I there is a little bit of just lineup construction that I just don't get. We were good and won the Kentucky game
1: because we played Josh Gray
0: because we played Josh Gray thirty minutes right. And 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 when Josh Gray plays, even when he doesn't have a great game, everybody plays their correct position. Right? Gigi is true Gigi's able to play a true power forward with a true center where he can he can go out to the perimeter, he can drive, he doesn't have to guard a center. Hayden Brown can guard a small forward instead of a power forward or a center. And then the guards you know, guard the guards.
1: We look like a nice SEC team coming yeah. off the bus. And and we it, the defense plays
0: its best when josh gray plays he affects people when they drive the lane that's right and um and we play better the, the kentucky game is exhibit a the one sec win the one of three times that we've won in Rupp is you is just because like like that was the key to the game. Obviously, and making just, ten out of your first twelve shots yeah. help. And, and like, what, what were we like, fifty-five
1: percent from three? It was a good night. yes. Yeah, if, it was if, over fifty percent. If
0: we had gone fifty percent from three against Ole Miss, we would have won. We would have won on Tuesday night as well. Right. You, you know, like, but uh, but so we we might have won We might beat Auburn yesterday if we went. We had our chances,
1: which is interesting yeah. to say after being down twenty-six.
0: But just like, but then the next week, Josh. He, we're not. We're now not starting Josh Gray again. We we've zagged from that.
1: Well, Auburn. He said that Auburn had the three three guard lineup, and he wanted to match them. But I think we need to not match people. Do our own thing.
0: Right. And um and against Ole Miss, we did we did start Gray, but we didn't play him a ton. He played. I was four minutes late to the game. All right. I, I got to the game about um about those six thirty starts. Oh, they're wonderful. They're wonderful because you get out of there about eight thirty. When but, you're in your mid-30s and you have oh, a family, yeah. it is nice to get out early. Uh, yeah, or just not even, like, I don't have kids, but just a job, you, you know, like like getting home from that, getting home. It's getting, better than those 9 yeah, o'clock starts. Yeah, the, oh, gosh, the 9 o'clock starts are brutal. But just getting there by 6.30 is sometimes tough. Right. I'm I'm walking into the stadium. We're going into the 16-minute into the timeout. Gray comes out of the game, and he doesn't go back in for the entirety of the second half. You know, like... They had an okay start against Ole Miss. I think they were down. You, you, you know, at the... And he
1: hasn't been getting in foul trouble. No, knock on wood. He, he was not in foul He's... trouble. And then coming out of
0: halftime against Ole Miss, we go on like a seven, eight-point run because Gray's back in the game. We get three steals. We go on this run because on, on defense we get three steals, and it's because all four other players play more alive and more electric on D – because they're not, they play more aggressive because they're not worried about their guy beating
1: them. Are you saying that you're you're getting worried about Hayden Brown playing center? Yes. 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 Auburn saw that and said, we're going to take advantage of that. Yes. Yes.
0: Like, like Hayden Brown has taken some criticism, um, on, you you, you know, Gamecock media and Gamecock and this podcast from Gamecock fans. Um, Some of that is just because he's being asked to play center sometimes, and he's not. He's not an SEC center.
1: He is an SEC tweener small forward. Yeah. And occasionally power forward in a pinch.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: But you can't have him in at power forward and Gigi, who's not sitting in the lane. Not to criticize Gigi, but he's not a guy that's just sitting in the lane getting rebounds. Right.
0: But but when Gray plays, the whole team and and watch this watch for the rest of the season i i i i everybody go watch this and watch what happens when he plays and watch how more aggressive uh everybody is on d because they know that gray is sitting in the lane and if their guy gets by them it's not just a bucket you you know like it's not just they haven't given up just a bucket and as a result they play more we got like five steals in this run that we went on it might not have been five but it was a few couple of fast break buckets we cut the gap to three or four points he picks up his second or third foul and Paris sits him for 10 minutes and just
1: we haven't complained much about the lineups this year I have not because he even though Lamont sometimes we disagree with his lineups they were a lot better than Frank's that's true and I like the tight lineup you know i i like
0: only playing 7 or 8 guys and not and not you you know but i don't i i'm getting frustrated about just the refusal to play the 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 true center on our team is
1: this the modern exterminating we know it bugs you bugging us this week for you yes okay yes. I, yes. I i can't disagree with it yeah it, it's bugging me mine is just consistently having 7 minute stretches of not making buckets
0: yeah you know, sometimes having Josh Grant on the floor might lead to that. You know, that's the other that's the other edge of the sword. Is that is that this team is this team is a streaky team, and we do have some offensive talented guys like Michi can score, Gigi obviously can
1: score, Chico can score, and I like BBV only getting five to eight minutes, this is the guy that gets the breather off the yeah. bench because yeah. him starting was a liability.
0: I have I have been pleased in a lot of ways with Paris. Um uh, even even the way that this season has gone, just just some of the just I I don't like this is not I'm, I'm not becoming anti Paris or anything like this. This is he's come into a difficult situation. This this program was not set up to be good the next year. You, you, you know, and
1: like, man, I think we've said all, all along we, we he needs three or four years to build a competitive team that can. You know, yeah. play with the big boys.
0: Yeah, and he and he needs to uh and he and he really needs to to hit it big in the transfer portal next year. He has to. He has to. And this is, I think, what's gonna make or break him. And I'll tell you, Bryce, it broke him this year. And I think that you, Well you Diva getting hurt was right. the first thing. That's right. But, um um but he asked, What do you want me to do in the press conference? And I will tell you something that
1: he could have done. We don't have big men. It'd been nice to use that open scholarship on a big man. On a big man with experience. Yeah, and and don't tell me that he couldn't get guys. I think there's over a
0: thousand people in the in transfer portal. That kid for that Ermo kid from PC made our big men look bad. I bet he. I bet he would have been okay coming to Carolina. You know, like he
1: might have, he, he probably would have picked up the phone.
0: You know, like. Like uh, and so don't like like I get that there that he was trying to identify a caliber of player, you, you know guys like Malachi Smith, um, and and ulti- Malachi
1: I only play eight minutes on the bench Smith at I haven't even he did have one game with twenty minutes maybe that was just to make sure he didn't didn't leave the team mid yeah. mid season
0: but uh, but just um, and maybe he was trying to identify a, t- a top tier player and he just and he realized that and and then Deba getting hurt like I think Deba would help but but Deba's only going to help so much
1: because what this team needs is size and we don't have it well Deba six 66 point guard would have been nice that's uh, sure but cuz you ever notice this every time that we go on the court outside of gray you see the other team and they're all 3 or 4 inches taller than every one of our guys
0: well that's because we're playing guys out of position
1: i know it's just Like, like when,
0: if Gigi's playing, playing small forward or power forward, he, he's not, he's, he's not undersized. He is, he is when he's playing center, (sighs) like just one guy. And it's why they play better with gray is that they all just play the right positions. Now I've realized that I've been going on about for about 10 minutes about this now. Hey, I don't know what else to
1: talk about. You're not out of bounds, (laughs) yeah but you know, I think Paris is going to figure it out. It's just this season's turning into a rough one. And things need to change, or you either see this team play super competitive or you see blowout city. And you know what? You kind of get a sense of that in the first five to seven minutes of the game, of each game that we play. Now, Auburn, we got down 26. They cut it to 10, which is impressive. Yep. You know, Auburn has like one of the top two or three defenses in the SEC. And then, you know, losing is losing. It doesn't matter if you lose by 40 or you lose by 2, but it's a lot more fun to be at the game yeah. when you're within a 10-point game. Yeah, and like and and Gigi made it fun. I mean, Gigi went for 30. I know he missed his first 7-8 shots and I was getting frustrated, but then he went off later on, but I don't know if it was him making shots or he was driving to the basket some or was Auburn like, we're just going to let this guy score and no one else is going to score. I don't know which one it is, but when you score thirty in the SEC, that's pretty dang good. But if he would have made his first couple, he could have had a fifty-point day.
0: Yeah, I mean that's. But
1: what, but you know what was our what's the recipe for success for the men? Gigi needs to go off, Michi needs to go off, and Hayden Brown needs to go off, and then you throw in a sprinkle of some Chico. Right, and and just they couldn't buy like, a bucket. Like I, I, I want to say, Michi was what one for nine from three. He he either is on or he's way off. Yeah. And but I mean, I'll take it because Michi's fun to watch. But yesterday or Saturday was a
0: yeah, and, and I'll an you off you what,
1: day. The Kentucky game was really fun to watch. It was beautiful. Yeah. like let, Let's just do that pod again. Let's
0: uh let's welcome everybody to the GBO podcast. And we you beat know, Kentucky. Again. We beat Kentucky and Rupp. Everything's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh uh but but like that was that was really fun and uh and I think this we kind of need to go back to the preview again. What's that? You, you know, like, what we were talking about, about, like, what is the measurement for success from this season, All right? We were talking about not, uh, about the possibility that they don't win a game. Okay, well, they've done that. They have won. All right? And um, th- that we're potentially going to get a fun
1: GG game. You, you, you know, like... I just want competitive games. Yeah. yeah. If you're competitive and you're fighting hard and you... Yeah. Even if you don't win, I can live with that. Like, the... Like, it shows growth.
0: Like, I did not have... Hate. I I was not upset about the Ole Miss game. They came out, they got behind in the first half, but then they kept it around ten. They went on a run, cut the cut deficit to four or six. Yeah, made, made it. Uh, Ole Miss, Old Miss was definitely. I mean, they were thirteenth you know, in the league. It wasn't yeah. like they were yeah, but, but, gangbusters. But Ole, but Ole Miss definitely was like, oh, we could we, we we could blow this, you know. And then they ended up not, but just that they just hit a three every time, every time wide open threes. just wide open threes. Yeah. Just every, every, and every I will
1: say against Auburn, we missed wide open threes. Do you believe in the, if you're too wide open, you miss principle?
0: No, I don't believe in that.
1: I mean, we don't play D one basketball, but it's frustrating from a fan perspective. When you see the guy wide open and it is clang city. The, the only,
0: the only thing that I think might be true there is that if, if you're like quote unquote too wide open is if because of being too wide open the player like doesn't take their normal catch and shoot shot projection like they take another second and it gets them out of their okay. and it gets them out of their normal shooting rhythm and that might cause them to miss because they are so wide open instead of just instead of just you, you know catching the ball jumping into their shot and letting it go you know like like if they're so wide open they take another second and just shoot a nice easy shot and it gets them out of their in-game rhythm. And that might lead that might be something, but I'm not I, I don't run enough analytics to, to be able to, to So we to were talking
1: we were talking um what Paris needs to do in the offseason. I think there's three positions he needs to lock up. So at the end of this season, you lose Hayden Brown, he's out of eligibility. Right. Everyone else, from my understanding, can come back. Even our seniors can use their COVID years because Chico's a senior. He can use his COVID year. That would be nice. Having Chico come back for one more year would be nice. Michi's got two. So you you can bring some of these guys back. You know, BBV wants to go play somewhere else. I'm not going to cry. But, you know, outside of that, you know, so three positions. We need a power forward center. It can be a tweener, but we need a guy that has three or four years of experience playing. It can be a smaller school. Right, but he needs to have size and experience. Yeah. Before we do this,
0: the other thing that we do, I think, for this exercise, need to assume, okay, is that Gigi is not on this team next year. Like, I mean,
1: every projection, yeah, yeah it just has like, a like, lottery.
0: Regardless of how you feel about that, like, like last I said, he, he, in in every mock I look at, he's still like fourteen to seventeen, somewhere in that range.
1: And you don't turn that down.
0: Yeah. R- right. Um, and so, so we'll
1: assume that he is
0: gone. I mean, I mean, AJ Lawson left early to not be drafted. Correct. You know, like, and so, um, we'll assume that that he's gone for this and that if, and that if Paris convinces him to come back, then that's just bonus, you know, like, so if
1: if you, so if you get a power forward center to go along with gray and then you need a small forward that is, you know, got six five to six seven, and we just need experienced players with starting experience. Yeah, because you can't bring in these transfers that didn't play a lot. Now, Michi is the exception. He had the talent. He just didn't get, get the opportunity. Right, that's right. different. Right, and
0: so, um, and 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 if we bring in guys like Michi, you know, who are who Michi also had a pedigree. Okay, so, so like like Michi, he had the ratings out of he, school, he, I mean, had he, some injuries. He he was a four-star player that went to Ohio State. He he was the type of player that 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 we would be over the moon if Paris recruited out of high school. You, you, you know like he 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 had he, he was like Cam Scott coming out of high school. You like, can hey, see the talent. Yeah, and so um and so like Michi, uh has and so if he if if he brings in guys like that, I'm fine with that. But basically, he needs. Chico Carter can't be the second best player on this team next year.
1: That that's basically where we are, right? Okay, like like. And I think against Chico, he, he has a good jump shot. He's just yeah. shorter. No,
0: Ch- Chico Carter can be a good player on this team next right. year, but but Chico Carter can't be the, the the second best player on this team next year.
1: So my third position of need yeah. is we need a shooting guard to go along with Michi. Now you'll have Diba. He said he's going to come back and you know, for his one year of eligibility. So. Three positions, power forward, center, small forward, and shooting guard. You need to hit on them or it could lead to trouble next year because you need to have a core of eight to nine guys that you can trust every single second of the sure. day and don't see other teams see one player come in and go, we're going to take advantage of that player. We can't have that next year. So
0: I, I will say this. Um, I think that the shooting guard, I think that a guard is third, okay, uh, and that so that. what's number one? Power As, um, forward, big center. guy, big guy, big guy, guy. dominant. So somebody, okay. somebody go along with Gray. Somebody, just, just somebody that, um, yeah, just a, just a big guy that that can play alongside Gray. To where like, to where like, if Paris has this hatred for Gray and just keeps benching him, we're not playing Deba at center. Right. You know, like. Or we're not playing Zach Dankin Davis or Hankin Sanford. I called him Zach Dankins. Man, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or or Hank and Sanford at center. You right. know, like um, we've got to get a big guy, and then and then I would what I would actually say is good players. If 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 they're guards, if if you got a guard like Michi or Eric Stevenson out there, grab them. some so- Socon All Stars. Sure, as long as they're All Stars, you know, like. <laughs> Um, but but just like he needs to get good players. As far as guards go, if if everybody if everybody that's that's contributing to this this team ends up coming back, um, you know that means we got Michi, Chico, Jacoby, Wright, and potentially Deba.
1: You know that's four that's four guards. That's actually where we're the deepest. But if you could get a yeah. dominant shooting good, guard and don't depend players. on Wright and Chico to have shining nights night after night. Yeah. Good players, good players. Or if you could get like a shooting guard tweener,
0: like small forward. Or if Diva becomes like a shooting guard tweener, small forward. To where like if if if
1: Diba's, if you're playing three guard lineup, you know yeah. Diva six six, that's yeah. okay to yeah. play in three. Zach, and, and Zach Davis can back that up too. Like can, and can Davis. Can come if he bench. gains a little weight, yeah. he's starting to shine little little bright yeah. spots with him. Yeah. He's looking good. But just
0: and then letting somebody like Chico or, or Jacoby Wright run the point and then and then just let Micho and How about M- just get Michi guards that in. can
1: drive to the basket and not get stopped?
0: Yeah. Good good players. Good players. That's what I'm that's what I'm asking for. Let's let's get guys who we we need good basketball players on this team. And what he needs to do is he needs to go out and get at least
1: three of them. Well, we are eight and eleven. That's not great. That's not great. And in the standings, we are 1-5, and, and there's three teams at 1-6 behind us. So technically, we're 11th in the league. All right. But that's just because the other teams have played one more game. But this week is going to be an interesting week. We got at Florida, and we got at Georgia. And what do we say at the beginning of the season? We got to win these games. Or we at least got to win the Georgia game. The matchup predictor on the ESPN Analytics for at Florida Wednesday night, what do you think the percentage of Clemson being – I mean, Clemson, Florida being favored to us being favored. What is the percentage? 85%. 96.9 for Florida to win and only 3.1%. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. But this team can come out just like they did against Kentucky, make some baskets, be competitive, and show their presence early. But ESPN, I don't think, and, or Vegas is starting to – be known about our team and then you got at georgia we gotta win at georgia what's that streak up to i think it's like 10 or 11 it, games I,
0: I will i will say this i don't do this often but i will compliment frank martin here as long as it wasn't in uh, post the the only thing that frank martin could do consistently post the final four was beat georgia
1: and guess what what's he, the what's the matchup predictor for the georgia game saturday i'm gonna go with 75 92 percent georgia <laughs> ESPN is not the analytics is not yes. loving us. And you need to look us up on Kim I, I am don't even curious. Want to look. I don't even want to look. I am curious. Are we flirting with three hundred? No, we can't be. Are well, we now flirting? I'm going to look.
0: I keep talking for a second. But anyway,
1: those these two games this week, I mean, it'd be nice to win one or two. It'd be nice. Florida, even though they've won a few SEC games, they're beatable. They got a big dominant center. I'm well, a little this worried is, about him.
0: This is kind of
1: where we were. Maybe that'll force Paris to play Gray. Ooh, yeah. They but, got a big man, and Gray's going to have to start on.
0: This This is kind of where we were co- going into the Texas A&M week.
1: Like, where are we? We?
0: Th- we have some winnable games. We, we have some of the games that we can win on the schedule that might make this season a little nicer. And, and w- we need to do a better job than we did this
1: past week. Anyway, 10 and 11 would look a lot better than 8 and 13. So you're looking up Kimpon. Give me that sweet number. 244. 244 we are a quad four loss for anybody when someone looks at their resume and they lose to the gamecocks is it going to be in the bad loss column the next
0: the next sec team is 118 is lsu is lsu starting to drop some games yeah is 118 and uh and they would be they it, it looks like they're plus four point nine seven, and we are minus. Got to scroll all the way back down, and we're minus six point two. So they would be on a neutral court. LSU would be an eleven point favorite, according to Ken Palm.
1: Well, that's in the future. But anyway, back to what I was saying. You didn't even hear my question to you. South Carolina would be a Q four loss for anyone. So, anyone who has a tournament resume and they lose to us, would we be their bad loss section? Yeah.
0: Well, let's Ooh. start. Let's start Ooh. ruining some resumes. Ooh,
1: Bryce. What's that? I'm gonna make you happy here. What's that? I'm gonna excite you a little bit. What do you got?
0: Guess whose tournament resume we might we might have ruined. Clemson. I mean, what what happens if they go on a little ACC losing streak?
1: It'd be great. But It'd be Clemson's amazing. hot right yeah, now. Yeah, they're hot, and it hurts. It but we beat hurt.
0: them. It does hurt. You know what it's gonna do. The ACC is a little down this year, though. I would say that. Okay, the ACC is a little down this year. They're they're gonna have this good season. It's gonna keep Brownell around for another couple of years. Like if they had had a bad year this year, I think. I mean, he was on
1: the tail end. Yep. Bob Ritchie
0: is so upset. You know, like over there at Furman, he thought he was. Bob
1: Ritchie gonna be fifty and still at Furman?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Is Furman? I mean, will they make a tournament? They beat us. Will they
1: make a tournament though? I, I.
0: well, hang on. What are they're they? Always,
1: they're always. I think they were picked to win the this SoCon is, this th- year. This is
0: what the uh, the season has turned into. People are just listening to Sumter and Bryce. Look up stats on Kim Pomper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we're the only pod that
0: does it. Yeah, that's right. So Furbin, I'm doing this on my phone. So, hang on. I they are 96.
1: Top hundred, they're top
0: hundred. So they got a little, they got a ways to go. I mean, they got to win the, they got to win the conference tournament, like at at the, be at 90, their level, yeah. Be ninety six on Kim Pom, they got to win the conference tournament if they want to get
1: in. But that doesn't mean they can't. All right, let's get on to happier things, and that is the women. So we, we since our last pod, four lady wins, and outside of they were all by thirty. Well, yeah, some of those games are early. You know, of course they're early. We were close, but yeah. We broke some souls this week. We especially broke some souls in second halves. Like, <laughs> I mean, the stat of like you know us scoring thirty and the other team scoring like six or eight yeah. points—that's how you blow out a blow out a game really quickly.
0: Yeah, like like the Kentucky game was tight.
1: The Kentucky game was close. It was like an eight point six eight point game going to the end of the third.
0: Yeah, we were we losing at halftime, or were we just dead. We took a lead right at the end of the first, right at the end of the half right by like four points and then we ended up
1: winning by 28 fourth quarter 36 to 15 that's how you win games
0: 36 to 50 what was the final score of that game what was the final score of the kentucky game
1: 95 66 almost a 100 pointer
0: 95 66 so we almost we, we almost beat them by 30 and we were only up
1: by like three or four at halftime and you ready for this that oh, yeah. game, we were favored by 29 and a half. That's, that's right. Vegas knows. Yeah,
0: they do. They do.
1: And then we play Missouri. Everybody,
0: everybody was talking about Sunday's game. Everybody was talking about Sunday's game, about how Arkansas might be good and might give us a good game.
1: Even I said that. But before the, the that. Spread
0: was, the spread was 22 and a half.
1: Missouri, I think we were favored by like 26. We win by 31. Vandy, I think we were favored by 29. And we end up winning... 96 48. We like doubling up some scores. We we we, we did it. Today. We should we should have called this week the Double Up Your Score Week. Yeah. Or 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 how about just the Double
0: Double Double? Ooh. You know because we got to give a we got to give a shout out to our favorite
1: Boston 73 double doubles breaks the Gamecock South Carolina. Yeah. Shelly Foster's record from a long time ago. Did you know that, or did you just know that because people have said it? No, today? her jersey's up, okay. hung. Okay. And she comes around, and she's, uh, you know, she was good. I don't know if it was seventies, maybe around seventies. Yeah. But no, she was good. Man. And then you know, Boston. Years. And Boston's got what? Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve more games. Thirteen more games. Or if you ask Dawn, thirty-something more games. <laughs> Oh man. But she did say today, you know, if she uh, you know, took us to a title this year that she would be in a class above herself. Does that sound right? A class all to herself? Class all to herself. There you go. It, that's what cuz they were talking they were talking Dawn they asked Don about, awesome. about building her a statue. Okay, so
0: we can go ahead and
1: talk about this
0: um not assuming the title, but like they're currently undefeated. 20 and 0, okay? They're 8-0 cur- in conference. They're currently undefeated. Um, if they, if they are capable of repeating, okay. Even if they drop a game down the stretch, if, if they are capable of repeating. So it's, it's maybe one of the most impressive resumes by a, by, by a college athlete, her freshman year, right. Her, her freshman year, she's on the overall number one ranked team in the country that that got is
1: screwed by covid. That
0: got the, that that was the that was as much a favorite to win the national title as we were last year or this year, if not more of a favorite to win the national title. Um her sophomore year little putback bunny to go to the to go to the championship game in the final four. Rolls out. Rolls out. National title as a junior, dominant. Uh only losing two games by one point. Right. You know, She's in her senior season, and the last three games she's lost have been by exactly one point at the buzzer.
1: Looks pretty good, right? I think, and that's she's right. so dominant. And imagine if you know we were in closer games, she'd have even more better, I mean more better, a lot better stats because she's only playing fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah,
0: in some of these games. Yeah, I'm actually really glad that the double double streak isn't going this year. Yeah, because uh, S- that would be frustrating. Yeah, it, it would be. It, well, it would get in her head, and then when she doesn't get it. And then, and it, like, last year, Dawn kept her in against some games. Like, there's, like, the Vanderbilt game, I want to say, last year. Right. Where, like, she went to the line with eight points and 12 rebounds, made both free throws, and Dawn immediately took her out of the right. game. It was clear... You don't want to have her in there in those blowouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but, uh, but just, like, it's, you know, she's got the double-double record. She is the... Um Asia's stats are better. I was looking at them the other day. She averaged more points, you, you know, like she averaged she a, was in
1: close games and she, and if she played, played more minutes, maybe almost all yeah, the minutes. Yeah, yeah,
0: she played all the minutes. And um but um you know, Aliyah Boston like it's really good and the other and the other person like we talked about Boston's resume here. The other person's resume we have to talk about who has been Clutch in these blowouts. Like the reason that these blowouts are happening now is because Zaya Cook has been on fire. I
1: think she made her first six shots today.
0: Like, like she she's gone for she, she's she she set career high after career, like she set a career high and then she beat
1: it. Because when it, this team struggles early, it's because we're not making jump shots. She yeah. is making jump shots,
0: and she's and, and 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 these games that we've struggled early, that we've won by thirty, is because she's just. Been like, hey, give the ball, I'm gonna score.
1: And Cardoso, oh, it's just she has mastered the catch and put up. Because like today against Arkansas, I think they had 17 total rebounds, and we had what 73, 74. We broke a record today with rebound differential between the teams. The, the, just there was times where they, they, I think we picked up three rebounds each session because just four inches taller than the other yeah. team, and just they didn't have to jump and playing power forwards. <laughs> Yeah. Like,
0: like we're the, inver- they're, the, the, they're inverse of the men here in that, in that they, they, they might have the two most dominant big, uh, like bigs in the league. You know, like, uh, it, like who, who, what, what power forward or center in the SEC is better than Cardosa?
1: Angel Reese at LSU is pretty good.
0: Well, well, we'll find out. We'll find out in a few you, you know, weeks. Like, but but not,
1: there's not many. Not a lot. And She um, would start on every SEC on team. On every
0: SEC team. And and she would be their best that she would be their best four or five. She for would be sure. their best big. For sure. And um and so like just he, here she just gets come in. It's just the ultimate it's just the ultimate. Deflator. Like, it's for the team ultimate, they see like, Boston go out and they just go, oh god. Or or it's the ultimate like double triple team beater. where like it's like oh you want to double team Boston? Okay, well, single team Cardoso with a weaker player, please. You know, like it's the two points. Not
1: many teams have two dominant ladies yeah. down low that can compete for sure. And you know what's funny is that she's getting more minutes than Saxton, who's like Saxton's kind of only starting halves, yeah, and not really finishing because they got other players who, that are playing better. Who like came back for this super senior year? You, you know, like like did what Boston has a shot at doing,
0: right? He, we weren't thinking Saxon was coming back, and then she announced that she's coming back. And like, yeah, she start, and I love Victoria Saxon. Like she is she No is, negatives. She is one of my favorites. This is only a compliment to Camilla Cardosa. This is nothing against Saxton. But she's playing less minutes because Cardosa is so good.
1: She's starting to get it and figure it out.
0: Yeah. Like and and offensively, Cardoso Cardosa is stronger than Saxon is.
1: And it's pretty impressive that like you have Amahair, who's up there. Yeah. Is solid, but only gets kind of garbage minutes late in games. Yeah. And yet you, do you see her lineups late in games? Like, you know, we have our backups in, but our backups include McDonald's all Americans that are, have size on every position. She's,
0: There have been multiple times this season where she has played 12 or 13 players, 10 plus minutes. That is hard to do because there's a finite amount of minutes and only so many people can get them. You know, like,
1: I mean, there's a lot of balance. Yeah. This team is balanced Yes, with all these stars and the balance. Yeah. And then Raven Johnson, you know, um, Fletcher's always starting games, but Raven Johnson is starting to figure it out. Her passing. It's impressive out there. It's good to see her rolling because you know last year her getting hurt early kind of got her got her off on a slow start. Is is Fletcher gone? No, she's a super senior year. This is her fifth, sixth year. Yeah, you sure? I'm positive. So, so like this is Ravens teams next year.
0: Fletcher's gone. Saxon's gone. uh, Those are the only two that technically
1: are gone. Beal can come back. Boston can come back. Yeah, but Cook and Boston should go drafted because they'll be both top five, is my guess.
0: And and like. Especially if they
1: like, if they go undefeated and win the title, like, what more do you have to prove? I mean, nil's doing pretty
0: well. Why not us? Yeah. Well, I mean, just like like, um, I I, this is how plugged in I am, but but just like all this like, C J. Stroud, you, you know, declaring for the NFL draft, and how there's this push from Ohio State to to get him to come back for his senior year for like give 50, some more money. For like 15 million dollars or Do something it. you know i mean obviously women's basketball doesn't have that level of nil money right. but just
1: you know boston's doing very well and pretty sure she's making more money maybe, than she'll make in the WNBA.
0: The, the gbo might be able to you know throw her a few bucks throw th- th-
1: throw her uh, five to six dollars five to six dollars in nil spot here you know we could pitch Ed. give her a t-shirt yeah sure but anyway women dominant doing their thing It's going to be interesting to see them, I guess, Tennessee and LSU and UConn. Those are the teams left on the schedule that have the talent to play with us, but will they play with us? We're at Tennessee, we have LSU at home, and then we're at UConn. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice. I mean, we're in blowout so much, we need to make sure we can win those close competitive games.
0: It really is good that Dawn does the schedule the, the way she does because, like, I mean, other than, I mean, Stanford dropped that game against Southern Cal, but like the, like the, like it's Stanford and it's UConn this year. Right. You you know, that, that's our competition, um, at a conference for sure, you know? Um, and so like, like playing UCLA going on the road and playing at South Dakota state, There you um, Maryland, like that's, that, that's all good for, you know, it, it, it really strengthens this up. I also like playing the UConn game in February. Like it's in, a nice in, little spice up for in the middle, of, the in month, the middle yeah. of conference play, premier game on a Sunday afternoon. You, you know,
1: everyone's um, watching. Yeah, rematch of the title game. But just,
0: I mean, like, because the SEC is down this year. It, it was much better last year than it is this year. Oh,
1: and by the way, UConn. Yeah, Fud got hurt. Her knee got hurt. They don't, they haven't said if how long she's out. But UConn has had a they so go. many injuries this They've year. They had a rough go. They're not going to be the full throttle team that were when we played them last year multiple times.
0: Yeah, I, they were probably more full full throttle when we played them in the Bahamas.
1: Sure, I don't even think they had an injury then. No, I don't think so. Um, but still, uh, they'll be good. But and, they're only playing seven, eight girls because that's all they have left on the team to play. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the women—it's very—it's just a lot of fun to watch the women. And there's sometimes where you can take a nap in the second half, or we don't even have to score a point, and we'll still win games
0: by seven. <laughs> but yeah, and you are right—they are just a lot of fun. It's it's it is a nice palate cleanse. The Sunday afternoon palate cleanse. You're frustrated with the basketball. Terrible team.
1: weather today in Columbia.
0: Yeah, yeah, you just put the game but on. But don't worry,
1: the women will show up. Heck, they, 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 they've got them on ESPN
0: too. You, you know, like just you don't even put, have to go search for it. Yeah, it's just a national. You don't game. have to stream it. You know, you don't have to look up where it is. Just uh, just go just go. Nice little preview for the uh, you, you know for as for the for the NFL games and just. Enjoy it, enjoy it while we have it, folks. So the women doesn't last forever.
1: So the women are off Thursday, and they play Sunday at Alabama, who's fifteen and four. But I smell blowout city. And then after that, you got Kentucky at home, and then at UConn, two five, coming up, two weeks from tonight. Two weeks from tonight,
0: it'll be that's a that's a nooner, right? It's a nooner. Yeah,
1: that's a uh, I think have a little be... brunch. Maybe, game a GB, day. maybe a GBO. Not, they haven't announced it yet, but that'd be cool if it was. College game day. I would you love do a, that.
0: You want to do a preview, pre- preview pod? Like a little, little
1: GBO brunch? A little 930 at uh, at Rambo's. Ooh, Rambo's Fat Cat Biscuits. Best we'll, breakfast sandwich in town. Maybe. I like that. Yeah. We need to get Glenn Matthews to sponsor that, too. You know, modern eh, exterminate. You know. Just, you know, throw us a bone, Glenn. Anyway, all right. Well, that's all we got this week. Men make us sad and the women make us happy. Is there anything else to sum that up? That's all I got. (laughs) All right. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Go Cox. GBO out.